episode number 35 of the Society Life podcast. Today's conversations with Al is going to be on effective and short long short and long-term goal setting. So I kind of butchered that. Sorry. Sorry. So effective short and long-term goal setting. This is just kind of a a process that I've built for for just kind of structuring how I like to do goals. I've tried a lot of different things. What may work for you is completely different than what I'm using right now. Um, It's just a avenue to try uh, for setting your goals. So on a quick side random note, I was listening to a song by Avenged Sevenfold the other day called, I believe it was called Exist, and it was on one of their newest albums. During the song, it's kind of like an eight minute song, and it kind of takes you through well, in my mind, it takes you through like a life cycle of, let's just use planet Earth. So the life cycle of like the Big Bang, and then um, how just Earth has just kind of evolved, like with the animals and the humans and whatnot. And at the end of the song, I think the guy's name is Neil deGrasse. I don't know if that's actually right, but he's a astronomist, I believe. And he's actually in the, in the background of the, the end of the song, tail end of it. One of the things that really stuck out to me, uh, actually a lot of the things that he said in there, but one thing that really stuck out was... There is more stars in the universe than there is grains of sand on Earth. Isn't that crazy? That wasn't the only thing there. Um, interesting song. I thought I would add that in there as a random little side note. Kind of just been stuck in the back of my mind. Just kind of thinking about a lot of the astronomy stuff. All right, so effective short and long-term goal setting and what I'm currently doing. So. I built this off of something called a vision traction organizer and this is that's actually um, from Gino Wickman and he's an author of I forget what the book's called but the app is actually you can if you download the app it's called EOS Worldwide and um, yeah it has the what their prescription of a VTO or a vision traction organizer is. Now I've kind of changed it to kind of make more sense for me personally, but it's a great outline. It's got a lot of different things on there. So I'm just gonna go through my vision traction organizer of kind of like what I've built for that. So I have a Google Doc and this is just the structuring of the of holding or housing my current goals. I'm actually gonna get into the bottom part of this that's actually gonna help kind of kind of formulate some goals to think of some but this is just the structuring or the housing for it so you have page one for me would be vision part one so I have four columns on this thing first column left is going to be my core values if you reference back to episode number 11 of the podcast I actually have an episode on core values now if you also listen to that episode those were that current times core values and I did say that uh, as time evolves and and uh, things change core values might might change as well they have changed since then not not drastically but just some different words in there different meanings behind certain things so in that top left column I have core values in the top right column I have a personal vision kind of like what 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 kind of like a motivation almost like why am I doing what I do that kind of thing that also changes from time to time Um, So I'll have my personal vision in there. Bottom left column, I have a mission statement. Depending on if you're just writing this for yourself or if you're writing this for a business or something else, that's where that would go. And then same with the bottom right column. It's also a promise. So if it's for a business, you're probably going to have a promise in there. 
It's something like that. <clears throat> so that's on vision part one. Now if you go to the other side, you got vision part two. And what vision part two is, is it has a 10-year, I put a 10-year idea. Now this is interesting because if this used to be a 10-year vision for me, but I actually found that having a 10-year vision caused so much anxiety in me that I had to actually change it. I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't do it because I was so focused on 10 years from now. So it was, it was pulling me out of present moment things and, and the actual goal itself. It was, it was making me live too far into the future, whereas some people might say that they like that. It's like training a different um, brain pattern or hardwiring your brain to believe that 10 years from now. And it may work for some people, but for me, it caused so much freaking anxiety that I was freaking out all the time. So I just have a 10-year idea because I don't know what's going to happen 10 years from now. So I have my 10-year idea of what I would like to potentially see. Something that I think would be really, really awesome that I accomplished that I do want to accomplish, but I don't fixate on it. It's not a vision anymore. It's just a 10-year idea. Um, so that's my reason behind not having a 10-year vision anymore. But, so that'll be at the top of vision part two. Then on a separate <coughs> separate side or a separate paper or something, I also am using a Google Doc for this one. I have a five-year vision. So I do have that. And there's a couple different ways that you can do a vision in, in general. But for this five-year vision, one of the, the ways that I actually found was really cool was writing your five-year vision out as if you're being interviewed in a newspaper article. So it's, it's actually my five-year vision is just typed out as if, like I just said, being interviewed. And it's kind of, it's, it's saying what is being accomplished within that five-year vision. Um, so that's on a separate, separate uh, Google Doc page. But yeah, it's the same one. Separate Google Doc page, that five-year vision. And then <clears throat> I have my annual plan underneath that. And the annual plan is just a one-year plan. And then the, from there, I have the 90 days. The 90 days I do not put on there because I use that in something called an intention journal. And what the intention journal is, is it's almost like journaling out your goals specifically. So it's it's almost forcing you, or actually it is forcing you, to really ask yourself why it is that you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Um, that's pretty much the main thing about it. But the 90-day journal, it's only 90 days. It's only 90, maybe a little bit more pages than that, but it's it's specifically just for 90 days. So the only bad thing is, is you just have to reinvest into another intention journal, but hopefully you can get some sort of ROI on what your annual plan is or something that it won't cost that much. So that's in the 90 days intention journal. Now all of this, oh, and I'm sorry, within that 90 day intention journal, you have your weekly plan of what you're gonna is that you're gonna do or accomplish, and then you have your daily action plan within that. So all of this is kind of like a framework of building and housing your goals. So think of like the foundation of a house, and then you gotta fill it with furniture. The furniture are the goals, the foundation is kinda like this whole entire thing that I just went over. So if we were to go backwards from it, start with your daily action plan into your weekly action plan in your 90-day intention journal from your annual plan that is transitioned from your five-year vision and then you just have your 10-year idea at the top. Now, keep in mind, all of these things might may change, especially the, the further out they are. 
the one like the annual plan or the 90-day plan you maybe should stick with a little bit more just to kind of see if it is something that you really do want to accomplish and or if it's not you're trying to do it it's okay to change it I've done that plenty of times so that's the foundation to what houses your goals or my foundation now to actually build your goals there's there's a few different ways you can do them. One of the most common and popular ones, which I'm actually using, is just the I think it's, it's a smart algorithm, or <coughs> excuse me. So it's smart, and then you have S meaning specific, M meaning measurable, A meaning attainable, R meaning relevant, and T <coughs> meaning time bound. And so each one of these things is kind of how you formulate a goal. So we'll kind of walk through one. For specific, you want nothing vague because all vague is is really just a wish. It needs to be something specific. So let's use weight loss as an example. So you have weight loss, then you go into measurable. So can you measure your goal? It's going to be difficult if not. <coughs> That's just something I put down in my notes. So how, how are you going to measure this? <coughs> That's why we have the weekly plan to make sure that you're tra you're keeping on track of track of your daily plan which is from your 90 days so we're measuring it as we're progressing along because we want to make sure we're we're moving in the right direction otherwise you're going to lose motivation is this attainable so this one I like and I have a really bad problem of overstretching myself for goals that are way 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 way, way too far but I do think you need to stretch a bit um for when you want to accomplish your goal. So you want to, obviously it's for your goal it's weight loss, but let's stretch a little bit farther. Well, let's not overstretch the boundary, but we want to stretch just a little bit farther what you think you can do. Then we got relevant. Um, doesn't your, does your current goal, this weight loss goal, make sense with your ultimate goal? So is there a reason why you want to lose weight? Is it because you have diabetes? Is it because there's health problems or you don't want to have these? There's there's probably something that's causing you to make you think that you need to lose this weight. So is it relevant to that? It can't just be like, I want to lose weight because I want to go catch tigers in the safari. Um, that might not have been a good example. But the the it's got to be relevant to what it is that you want to accomplish. Uh, and I actually wrote down a quote from poet Thomas Merton, I believe his name is his name is. But he said people may spend their whole lives climbing the ladder to success only to find once they have reached the top, the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. So think about that. I'm gonna reread that one more time. People may spend their whole lives climbing the ladder to success only to find once they reach the top, the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. The next part is time bound. So you want to attach time to it because otherwise you'll just continue to push it off. So when do we want to accomplish this weight loss by? And so on. Um, and then continue to build upon that goal or get another goal from there. It's just not stop, but it's you want to attach a time, accomplish it, add on to that goal once it's accomplished or get a different goal. Um, one other thing that I did add on here is and some people may have different opinions on this, but I think desires are huge and important because they're not forcing you. Because if you feel like you have to force yourself to do it, it's almost like a chore. 
Um, but if you have a natural desire to do this, like hopefully if you want to lose weight because of a health problem, you have this desire that's kicking you in the ass saying, I need to do this. And you're not forcing yourself to do it, but you actually want to do it. Re- or recognizing when that is appropriate, and sometimes it's appropriate to have the, the force discipline to do something. So desires, goals, plus commitment, plus action equals intention. So one more time, your desires or your goals, plus the commitment to actually doing them, and then taking the action to doing them is going to equal intention. Um, So yeah, that's actually how I structuring my goals currently right now. I found success with it. There are some things that I'm still kind of tweaking that I don't necessarily like. But um, yeah, think of it like the first part of this is the foundation. And then the second part is you're creating the goal, putting them in the house. So the the furniture, everything in there is the goals. The housing, the foundation is that first part we went over. So the vision part one and part two. God damn it. Sorry, my video went off. If you're watching the video version, it just cut off. You probably won't have any more video after that part. Um, so anyways, yes, you have the vision. And then the vision part two. Then you have your annual plan, 90 days, weekly plan, daily action plan. And then you have your specific goals that you want to accomplish or your smart goals you want to accomplish. I'll also put this in the copy or in the notes so that you guys can have something to reference back to. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Conversations with Al. This was episode number 35.